Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where you take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me with the latest batch of nowhere in particular, number 35. Um, gotta find the can. Gotta find the can, because we're drinking out of red solar Josh cups. Digger. Yeah, it is batch number 35, strawberry tangerine sorbet is Bromando. Oh, hell yeah, dude, because the new Rambo's coming out. There's another Rambo? Yeah, dude. What, what, what is he, fighting the VA? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I haven't seen... Yeah, it's what, the last one. What's it about? The Last Blood, maybe? Last Blood? Does he go back to that small town in Kansas or whatever? I don't care. I love the last Rambo. It was epic. Was that the one? He wasn't in Afghanistan. Where was he? Was he in Afghanistan? No, he's in the, um, in the jungle. You remember with the big, oh. big 50 cow? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blew that dude's face apart. And then everybody... Shooting everybody with the arrows. And then everybody photoshopped it with a thumbs up machine gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, of course, you got Commando. And then we got Top Gun Part 2 coming up. So this is this revitalization of 80s, uh, yeah. 80s movies. So what's next? Uh, I did hear another remake they were talking about. I can't remember which one it was. It was another epic one, though. But Like Predator? Or like No, they already did that. But, huh. uh, but Commando, that was a good one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you guys remember that back in the day. Yeah, with uh, wasn't, Alyssa Milano was his daughter in yep. that, right? And that was the one with the, the crazy guy that was, they had that big ni- epic knife fight mm-hmm. at the very end. Mm-hmm. With Jenna didn't do her homework. Yeah, Jenna did not do her homework. Big surprise there. Shocker. Uh, she didn't watch uh, the Zohan, so. Fired. How are you doing, Jenna? I'm good. How are you? I am well. Good. Moving on. <laughs> God. But since we got Jenna on the phone, or you're not on the phone, you're on the microphone. No, she's always on the phone. Well, she is on the phone, I but since we have on her phone. on the microphone. Um, Did you listen to our last episode? Nope. Okay. Who's, whose idea? It was mine. Partially yours. Yeah, it, I, and you went along with it. Which I, I didn't it, go along no. with it. I'm just one of those, like, I, I provide the least resistance because Aaron talked about that with us <laughs> in episode four and five way back in the day. And he said, don't resist, you know? Yeah. So I didn't. And this well, is what I get. It started off good, and then she got comfortable, and now she sucks. Well, you'd have like half, half the followers that you do now. That's so. okay. At least we know they're real followers, <laughs> not fake ones from you. Is that what you're using all your money for that we're paying you? Is you're buying us followers? Well, we're not paying her most. She's extorting us. <laughs> very, very. That's that's more accurate. Paying us, we would have to give her the, all the money. She yeah, was, we actually, we just don't get, we don't get money for, from them. Yeah. Whatever it is we're doing. Guys, I'm not really sure what they're talking about. They just like mumbled. <laughs> no, here's what happened. Mo, Mo messaged me, asked me if, you know, if we ever thought about doing a podcast. I was like, no. Well, now we're doing it. Now bring Jenna along. Now we don't get any money. Yeah, because bro and I just realized like we don't have the passwords to any of the Patreon or anything. So <laughs> we, we could have like 100 patrons and Jenna's rolling it, rolling in a Ferrari. And, and we're not quite sure why. Oh, where'd you get that at? Uh, you it's know. a rental. I've been doing a lot of photo stuff oh really because i see you at the gym all the time <laughs> wow but speaking of our patrons that's your hey. cue get your phone out that's your cue jenna you guys get mad at you me have one job out and then i put it away okay 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 <laughs> okay 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 stop <laughs> okay stop okay <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> Go ahead. I can't read. Breathe. Read. Read. I can't breathe. Okay. <laughs> what? To stop. Oh, again, guys. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I'm crying. 
<laughs> Come on, man. We're we're live. Yeah, you're, you're burning tape here, Jenna. Sorry. Mo don't edit no more, man. That real job's holding him back. So <laughs> no we wanted sure. to give a shout out to Jamie, Tim, Gareth, um, Rick Terry, and Michelle Rowell. What about I said me? it right. What about me? <laughs> you don't count. <laughs> I'm a pay- I'm a Patreon. No. <laughs> but then uh, a couple of those special Patreons, they're yeah. they're they're at a different tier and they're getting yeah. boxes of stuff. Yep, and right? we've been putting it together. Who's getting the boxes? Um, Jamie, Tim, and Gareth. So we got some news on the boxes. Yeah. So go ahead, Jenna. We got some people lined up that where you're going to be getting some stuff from. Yeah, we have some protein coming from some Ascent Protein. Um, pre-workout. Yeah, so it'll be pre-workout. Well, do we want to tell them everything that we're putting in there? I mean, we tell it should be like a surprise. Okay, yeah, surprise. So, some stuff from Protein Company. <laughs> <laughs> um, 7-5 Clothing. Um, barbell Brew. Uh, barbell Brew. Those are just some of the things. We're still yeah. adding some more. So, Yeah, we got a few more things. Pretty excited about that. We're going to send that out, it looks like, on September 3rd. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Will be Your box will be out to you. And then uh, for uh, Gareth, you'll probably get yours in about three months since you're in Australia. <laughs> it'll come by pigeon, but it'll have to be like 20 No, pigeons. we send that by shark. Oh. They have great whites down there. So oh. Yeah, they do. They do have great whites. Yeah, like all those things that can kill you. Yeah. <clears throat> like the huntsman spider. The huntsman spider. Um, <sighs> we did uh, take some time before uh, we did the show today and we did order some pizza. So, unfortunately, Adam wasn't working today, but Ryan Marshall, uh, you gave us that extra money when you bought those patches, and um, Jenna was uh, nice enough to give the individual a tip. No, not just individual, a female individual. A female uh, gave a 30- Pizza delivery person. 30% tip is what Jenna gave her. Yeah, and Adam got like 7%? If maybe. First yeah. of all, was, if we have to recap, Adam was like an hour late- <laughs> Not Adam's fault. So, well, you know what? Sorry about I'm just it. saying, she's obviously sexist, so. <laughs> and I gave him the proper tip, so. But shout out to Ryan for paying it forward, and uh, unfortunately, and then, but then Jenna gave some extra juice, but um, so Adam, yeah, if you come back, man, maybe, maybe who knows, if you deliver with that hour window, you might get a, a 30% tip, too. <laughs> yeah, the, the girl was on time, friendly, my pizza tasted good. And then we also got some stuff in the mail from our friends down under. Yes. From Scott Rulin. Scott Rulin. Scott Rulin. Yeah. Yeah. He, he couldn't send us a kangaroo, but he did the next best thing. He did send us a kangaroo, Mo. It just didn't make it. one. Yeah. You got a stuffed kangaroo and a stuffed koala bear. And nice. some Vegemite and... Oh, for real? Tim Tams. Yeah. Yeah, the Tim Tams. That's what I was excited about. Yeah. I've been hearing about these things for a minute, and I, I, had, I had a couple on there. It, Whole box. Yeah. Like, I heard, like, a, like, like uh, angels singing and stuff like that. <laughs> I thought oh. I did, too. I thought it was just me, but... But I'm supposed to, apparently I'm supposed to mix the, have those with coffee. So uh, I'm going to try and I'll jack a couple of, when I leave and have them with my coffee in the morning. A whole sleeve? Absolutely. No, no, a whole, whole thing. thing. We have another. We have, we have, oh, for real? Yeah, Jenna hit them. What, you send like a pallet to them bad boys? Yeah. Nice. What can we send them from Ohio? Um, <laughs> McDonald's. Uh, Bob Evans? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I asked him if we could send him some stuff. But oh, we We'll will. figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Totally. Uh, and... Before, again, we were talking about the boxes. We also uh, had a brief chat with Wally with 7-5 Clothing. And as we are getting ready to launch our new shirts, we need you to buy um, our original run 
mm-hmm. of the Walmart Rep podcast shirts because those no, will no longer be printed after we come up with a new shirt. So get them while they're hot. There's a handful left. He yep. didn't tell us what sizes, but he said there's men's and women's. Yep. And um, so make sure you take, make sure you get one of those um, before the next ones come out. And also, if you sleep. Or we're not going to let Jenna eat any more pizza. If you sleep in one, you ultimately get like 10 hours of sleep, I heard. Really? Yep. Damn. So like you can work out in one and then you can like sleep in one. So you, you work out in one and you get what guaranteed gains, the three, 315 uh, dead grip or 315 snatch. snatch grip deadlift. No, you snatch 315. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I just saw someone did that today on the morning chuck up. Oh. Some guy. He's probably wearing our shirt. Yeah. Probably. Underneath. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Buy our shirts, man. It helps us out. Helps Wally out. Mm-hmm. And um, it feeds Jenna. Hot. So, is someone talking? <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for all the, the delicious treats we got from our, friends, our friend down under. Um, yeah, get those shirts. Ryan, thanks for the tip. And Patreons, you guys are awesome. We really appreciate it. Guess what we're not thanking them for. But guess what? Yeah, but th- there is some things that we, we've talked, guys, we, we've talked several times about this. We've had this conversation. Yeah, multiple times. Tired of lecturing you. Get it together. What, what do we need from reviews. you guys? We need reviews. Written. Written ones. Yeah. iTunes, Podbean, whatever medium you listen to. Yeah. Stitcher. We, we released two episodes last time. Mm-hmm. Or la- between uh, our last, we got we last 74. Recording. Yeah. We have 75 now. Mm-hmm. And two podcasts. So two hours of pure epicness of us talking and Jenna being annoying. <laughs> and we get one review. You know what, guys? We put up a poll. And everybody's putting or Adam percent. <laughs> you can take the time. Well, don't, don't tell her about the pizza or tell them about the poll. Oh. So I put up a poll because Jenna how, wouldn't do this. How much did Jenna tip? 30%, 20% or Adam percent. And 10 of y'all said 10 or, or Adam percent. <laughs> so it's what they think of you, man. You thought you, you, thought you had a fisherman friend following. I and did. You really don't. Man, I feel No, the reviews helps, guys. Please just keep them coming. Um, you know, another thing we're going to do is Jenna's is going to get a website mm-hmm. up and going. So what we're going to have on that is we'll be able to put, we'll direct link our episodes. Um, we're going to set our Patreon up so that we can click and buy. We're also going to post the, uh, the contents of the previous month's Patreon box. So you can see kind of what, you know, cause they're going to be really good. We're not going to send you stupid shit. That's nothing. Um, the value is going to be good for what you get and the people we have on board is going to be awesome. And, um, and we're still working on even more, but, uh, we'll show you the contents of that. So you can kind of see what you're getting. That money helps us, helps Jenna. She doesn't, she hasn't eaten since, uh, two episodes ago. So mm-hmm. it's been two weeks. She hasn't eaten. I thought she was just cutting. <laughs> I mean, Are you yeah. saying I look trim? <laughs> I mean, you're down to 120. So I, you failed that, um, 25 pound snatch the other day. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, get, we're going to get a website up. We'll link everything in. It's also going to help our traction on Google, which is huge. In my opinion, I, I Googled us. And unlike when I typed my name in, nothing came up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Type my name in, all sorts of cool shit pops up. MySpace profile. Wow. MySpace, yeah. Yeah, back Old in the day. School. That's so Jenna cool. was like two. <laughs> I, I learned how to design on there. Yeah. I had yeah. a cool glitter page. Of yeah, I had, the, I had the best music when you clicked on my page. Gangster That's one app. thing I, I didn't like about moving to Facebook is that you didn't have the, the music. music yeah. yeah. And I would like hide all my friends. 
no one would ever know. Sounds creepy. Yeah, a little bit. So this week's episode, someone posted. Will. Will, okay. Yep, good old Will. Asked and if we were going to do a games recap. Games recap. Um, and we already had this planned, but our schedules, yeah, schedules didn't work out last Mo's week. Mo's working a real job, guys. Yeah. He doesn't get. Brody had to have a birthday. <laughs> right. He had to have a birthday and then he had to go mentor some people about nutrition, you know, blah, blah, blah. It is blah, 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 really. <laughs> but uh, games recap. Yeah, we're, we're about three weeks removed from two, three weeks from. Is it? Yeah. Two? Two, three weeks from the games. Hell, I don't know. Um, Actually, it was pretty good. We did one last year yeah. open. We did the open, open review. Yeah. yeah. Actually, won a really popular episode. So, yeah, which is interesting. Why? Because we're going to have to do one here in, in a couple what? months. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, just October, October 10th, I think. Yeah, it is the 10th. Yep. October 10th is week, uh, workout one. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be kind of weird. I think the coolest part is it's not going to be cold as balls when we're doing it because it's going to be October. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? We'll be having the doors open. Actually, like, it's going to be legit. Hmm. We should just move that shit to like, I don't know, March or April, May. Dope. May. Yeah. Let's just do May. Screw it. Well, let's have it nice out. Like, first off, when you, the suck belt, the original open is, it came after like your winter hibernation. Like, no. Yeah. More, so you're still, uh, you're, yeah. For me, well, I'm fat all year round, <laughs> but some people, you know, they, they pack on that winter weight. Yeah. So you, I mean, maybe that's, I don't know, the kickstart to it all. I don't know. So no basically, idea. anybody that lives in like California or Florida, they have an advantage over us. <laughs> That is a geographically tactical advantage. I, mean, I really, I really did feel like achy and stuff too because it was cold. Oh yeah, because like I don't know, it's twelve degrees out. <laughs> it's eleven degrees oh, here yeah. in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's like sixty percent humidity, so that drops yeah. everything like another ten degrees. And California's like, oh, it's freezing here. It's yeah. seventy-two. Yeah, save the children. Save the children. <laughs> yeah, we basically had to work out in igloos. Yeah, yeah. we're warming up in sweatshirts and long sleeve stuff. We have the got heat a, on. Got a trash can fire stupid, going on. Man, yeah. So. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. So I guess we can kick it off by talking about the Open. Yeah, the Open's going to start in October. Yep. Um, and I guess maybe the benefit to that is, I don't know. I mean, well, what's the benefit of having this early in the season? I mean, maybe it kicks off the competition season. That's it. I think when Open was in March. It was, it's there like, were two events that had already taken place. Yeah, well, three because, because, because of sanctionals. Well, the, no, because three, because what you call it, strength and depth started the week that the Open started, which I thought was mm -hmm. not cool. No. Because it kind of put those athletes at a disadvantage. Um, but they actually wound up doing whatever event that, whatever uh, Open event was that week of strength and depth. They included at it, the, yeah, they included the it into the competition. Yeah. Which, I mean, I good and bad. I mean, programming-wise... I mean, well, I guess it was kind of hard for them because they didn't know until Thursday. Yeah. So hopefully they had all the equipment, but they seem to be, to be like a pretty robust competition. So, yeah, I'm I'm fine with the new new change in the open date. I mean, it's going to be a little bit warmer. Yeah. Um, I'm but, assuming it's still going to be five workouts. Yeah, I would assume, but you never know. Greg Osman would be like, "Hey, we're doing one," <laughs> <laughs> and you get no retries. Um, one thing that I know you mentioned before, which I think would be interesting and probably throw a curveball into which it is, is pretty much everything I say is now about the scores. Like if you, you don't see the yeah. scores until after everything, yeah. after they move on to the next workout, I they, think that would kind of, uh, they need to do that. Yeah. I think that'd be huge for the leaderboard because everybody that leaderboards, they wouldn't know. Yeah. Right. You, so you, you give your best effort and then maybe if someone tells you, if you hear someone else did one more rep than you, then you go and do it again. But yeah. Because traditionally, for those of you that don't CrossFitters are not CrossFitters, when you post your open score, it goes to the leaderboard, I'd say within minutes. 
if not immediately. Oh yeah, because you know I see it every year. Someone uh, will post and be like, "Sitting fifty first in the region, I crushed it." And yeah, then when it, the it's, score it's, settles, it's, it's a thousand. Yeah, but that's like Thursday at like you know nine oh five Eastern time, <laughs> crushing it. My hashtag elite programming is paid off. <laughs> going going to the games. Going to the games. Twenty eighty five. Yeah, I, but uh, yeah, I think that would be an interesting wrinkle is if they didn't post the scores until after the yeah. event had closed out. I think on th- uh, you Wednesday eight eight p.m. it closes, and then at like maybe Thursday uh, in the morning, like at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. the the stores are yep. scores are released or whatever. Yeah, just wait till the next day because you got the West Coasters, mm-hmm. but um, that who have a tactical advantage, but. <laughs> Yeah, I think that that'd be pretty cool to see because you get a bunch of people who leaderboard and we, it just, in my opinion, it leaves room for people to cheat, like to, to do one more rep yeah. more than the next. And they just, they add a rep, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just, it's just stupid stuff like that. So people trying to game the system essentially. Yep. Yeah. But that's enough about the open. Let's get to the games. Cause it was pretty good games. So the first question was, did we feel like the changes were here? I got it right here. Oh, okay. You wrote it all. I just wrote notes. Go ahead, read it. Yeah. Oh, I felt like I got the clipboard, guys. Yeah, you got the, watch he, watch yeah. out. Bro's got the clipboard. Watch out. No. Um, so put up a thing to ask questions or leave a comment. First thing was, uh, why don't you actually, Jenna can read this. Give her some something to do. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't said shit, so might as well fucking. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Okay. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> what mean, not, you, not that that's new or anything. No, I mean, God. what do you think will be the new new changes? Well, let's talk about that after we talk okay. about everything. But as far do as you think that, someone asked a question about the changes themselves, uh, do you think the changes were successful? So, if you're not aware, the major changes that we had this year in the do we just want to talk about the games or just everything? Game. Games, games. Okay, games. so just the games. Uh, they went to a uh, Kumite elimination style format. Sport. So. Yeah, blood sport. Yeah, everybody had uh, their hands taped up with honey, and they dipped their hands in glass. And that they was went boxer. <laughs> Damn it, Bo. She's probably never seen what, probably one. Probably So it started off with 170 individuals. Ooh, there was a lot of individuals. I thought it was 150. Maybe they cut to 75. They cut half the okay. field. Okay, there you go. So uh, the athlete. Yeah, it was a, It was the introduction of the national champions, as well as anyone that made it to the games via winning a sanctional placing in the top 20 in the worldwide open or being a national champion or being a national champion. Those were the pathways to the games. Or he had two invites as well. He had Hunter and Oh, the uh, wild ben cards, Smith. Ben Smith and, um, and, and Hunter McIntyre, who is a tough uh, mutter guy uh, op- or just it? obstacle course racer. Yeah. There's, there's, I'm a, not sure. Yeah. There's a favors. title for that. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a champion. Now. Yeah. Um, and a CrossFitter he uses CrossFit yep. to train. Um, so there were, all these individuals basically, and they were off to that first event, they were going to cut the field in half. This is the first time they've ever had cuts this drastic in their CrossFit games. Yeah. They've cut, you know, a handful, I think in 2012 or something, they, they cut a few like on the last day just to skinny down the final heats. Yeah, they've done a couple times, but no one... But did. nothing like literally 50% no. of the field was getting waxed. No, no one ever paid $5,000 to work out for 20 minutes. No joke. Until <laughs> literally, it was 18-minute cap, right? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Hey, here, why don't you go ahead and pay $5,000 because you're not making the cut? Mm-hmm. Would you still go? No, absolutely not. But see, uh, the, you? But, but the piece about that, though, is that they didn't announce that until after they had already I, invited all these uh, national champions, which I think 
was poor, poor communication. If they knew that they that's what they were. They broke welds it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a if, new thing. If they knew yeah. they were going to do that from the beginning, they should have made that clear instead of waiting till like a month before the game. Yeah, it's just stupid. I yeah. it was, like, I feel it was inappropriate. I get, yeah, I get it. You know, obviously they were happy to come. Yeah. But at the same point, I think it's just kind of ludicrous to come in and have someone do one event and be gone. Mm-hmm. And so they've made a change to that already, So which yeah. is pretty cool. And, and people made the argument like, well, what about like the Olympics and all this other stuff? Well, the Olympics is a little bit different because, you know, it's the stage is a little bit different. The event itself has a little bit more pomp and circumstance and it obviously goes back, you know, to you know, the ancient Greeks. So it's like, there's a little bit more weight to it. So, you know, to go to the Olympics and let's take a uh, track, for instance, you know, how they have different heats, like in the hundred meter dash, you know, if you might be one and done, but then, but you're racing, you're side by side with like the best of the best of the mm-hmm. best. Right. And then they know that going into it, you know, they train their whole lives to run, you know, to, to test themselves for 10 seconds, literally 10 seconds in the hundred yeah. yard dash when you're talking men. But for this to be the first time that they were going to try and execute it on this level and to not tell them up front, I think is kind of not cool. <laughs> Would I have gone? Um, if I was someone from a small place where there's only like, I might, you know, maybe a handful of CrossFitters just to have the opportunity to represent my country, I probably still would have done it just from that nationalistic pride sense, even knowing that I'm only going to work out for 18 minutes, um, just to have that opportunity because. I'll give you a, for instance, like when Ben Smith, because he was invited late, they put him in the first heat and he literally finished the workout. I don't know, in like around 10 minutes or something, eight, eight minutes, I believe it was, it, was it? Well, he was, it was fast. fast and it was about 10 minutes faster than, than, the, than everybody the, else. The other national champions. Yeah. So, but when you're looking at the footage and you see Ben Smith and there's athletes like next to him, like, you know, hey, you know, shaking his hand and like taking pictures with him, you know, so for. For those athletes, that was like a once in a lifetime opportunity to kind of chill with someone who has actually won the title, finished on earth. Yeah. You know, so I think from that aspect, I think Ben gave those people, you know, a once in a lifetime opportunity that they would never get. So basically they just paid, you know, $5,000 to do a meet and greet with, yeah, ben, with Smith. ben Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you if they say, hey, Ben. Can we do meet and greet and I'll pay you 2500 He would still do it. <laughs> he would, you know what I mean? Ben, ben would do it for free. I mean, yeah, he's that kind I, but, of dude. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I think they're trying to make it something that it's not like... It, I, I, okay, yeah. They're trying to make it the Olympics. It's and not, it's not... It's not the Olympics. Yeah. Why? Because Olympics has been around since yeah, the, the ancient days. Ancient, yeah. So they've had a long time to do these competitions. So mm-hmm. CrossFit's still new. And yeah. New as a sport. And now they're trying to make it totally... Now, down the road, 20 years, if, now, as yeah. this continues... Obviously, it's going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the first time out, I think it's stupid. But they already made an adjustment, which is cool. They're going to do three tests on the day one before the cuts. Yeah, it's like a it's going to be like a, a tournament almost to yeah, get into good. the kind of like golf. But you got to play a couple of rounds before. Well, instead of do, do like instead of doing with the one workout like you were like you were saying, they're going to do three, three workouts that combine you know basically like the speed and agility, the strength, and then a traditional CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Like the very first workout, I thought was. Perfect. That was a good classic CrossFit workout. It was a workout. great workout. Like, I thought it was awesome. Yep. You know, and, you know, it's, everybody's like, oh, it's a dot-com workout. No, they just put it on there. The night before. Yeah, yeah. that's Donna dot-com workout. Trust me. Yeah. Because we shit on that all the time. That but was, <laughs> that was a dot-com workout, then their program would be legit. Yeah, but if you're trying to weed out half of your field. 
it worked. That was a good test to absolutely. do it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you've seen it. We all seen it. You watched it. Guys not able to snatch 185. Mm-hmm. Uh, people not be able to, females not be able, able to rope climb. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, so the workout was what, 400 meter run? Yep. Uh, legless rope four, climbs. Four, like, was it three or four? I forget the, Maybe I three legless rope climbs and then eight? Full snatch. Eight, 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 yeah, eight full snatches at 185 Five, for men and 130. 135 for, 130 130 for, women, for yep. women. Uh, four rounds? Four rounds. Yeah, four rounds. Yeah. Uh, like 20, 18, 20 minute cap somewhere around. Right. There. So, yeah, I mean, but for them not to be able to do a legless rope climb, I mean, that's just, it sucks for them. But at least they had a crash pad. Yeah. yeah if, <laughs> thank God they had crash pads. But if you're at the, um, at that, you know, that, that pantheon of, of our sport, and you're trying to fight for the title of fittest on earth, those are skill sets that you should have. Yep. So. The ones that didn't got cut. Yeah. The ones that weren't able to perform at that level were cut. At a $5,000 vacation. Yeah. Unfortunately. Now there were, the the one name that comes to mind, they got cut off the rip. That was a, you know, a multiple, or at least I know uh, twice, uh, Tim Polson. Uh, he uh, just had a really bad workout. Didn't even make the cut. You know, he's been to the games. I know at least once, maybe twice. And I thought, and he, if the name sounds familiar, he's the one that injured himself at the uh, Iceland Championships. So when I saw that he didn't make it, I thought it was like you know he had re-aggravated an injury or something. But a day later, after he had time to you know compose himself, he just went out there as like, nope, wasn't injured. I was feeling good. Just had a really shitty workout. Oh, so he did the complete opposite of what Brooke Wells did. <laughs> <laughs> She's so fucking dumb. Seriously. <laughs> well, we'll let bro talk to, talk to that a little bit once we get down. There's going to be a bro downs. But, uh, but yeah, he, he basically came. I said, nah, uh, I, I, had, I didn't do well. And he owned it. Good. And, That's how it yeah. should be. Yeah. You're a freaking competitor. Yeah. Like, if you didn't practice your skills and you go get exposed, you can't be mad about anybody but yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, they got the field down. Um, to 75. So then the next I, one. I, I, like the, I like the changes, right? I like the change. It's different. Uh, actually, I told Jenna this. It's the first games I've really kind of been glued to watching live. Usually, I don't watch them live. Usually, I don't either. And I don't know how much. So, I watched, I watched about 90% of it. And I don't know how much of that was a function of my new job to where I work from home versus how much more I was interested in it because I wanted to see in front of me at real time what was going to happen because mm-hmm. this whole new format... Um, the cuts, the cuts, yeah, and, and and because that was interesting to watch, and I think when as we get down the path of talking about this, you'll see how I think the fact that people weren't quite sure when the cuts were going to happen messed with them mentally. For sure, I think that and the pressure of if you're fifteenth of the top twenty and they're cutting to ten, 10 yeah, we well, basically know you're screwed. Yeah, you unless better. you know. You step Unless on something a, in your wheelhouse shows up. Yeah, you step yeah. on a yellow line or. <laughs> so, so after they cut down to 50, they did. 40, 30, 20, 10. Mm-hmm. And they just kept cutting down gradually, by, little by little. So like, the, workout yeah, that up. first cut, like I said, there was only one real notable name I can think of. Next cut, it was uh, kind of. Hunter McIntyre got cut yeah, on the yeah, second one. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if anybody else, I don't think anybody else really major did. No. Um, yeah. Hunter McIntyre, like I. I didn't think he would get cut in the first right. test. And after seeing what the test was, I uh, thought he yeah. was going to finish it, but he came pretty close. Like one or two rope climbs 
away from finishing? No, he was on the snatches. Oh, he was on the snatches. Last okay, so snatches. Okay. Yeah, he was literally like two snatches away from finishing. Yeah. And a lot of, there's a lot of hunter haters out there. And honestly, he got the invite. I mean, it's the system. It's not the athlete. He just proved that he beat half the national champions and he mm-hmm. was a part-time CrossFitter. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying he you know. does opposite course racing and you pick a movement he's is the, yeah. the worst at, which is snatch. snatches. 185 is heavy for him because I think his max might be like 245. Mm-hmm. So to ask him to do that like 24 times. times yeah. After or, after running yeah. and doing and legless. Rope climbs, that yeah. legless into the snatch, that's a no joke workout. Mm-hmm. I think Hepner said that was the hardest workout of the entire CrossFit game. Really? Yep. That's a lot coming from him because that dude's pretty much a tank. Yeah. So, oh, you seen, um, um, gosh darn it, what's that Canadian guy? Not, uh, not a brain fart. Or not. Um, Bukowski? No, Vilner. Oh, Vilner, okay. Yeah, Vilner's failed two or three snatches at one or at 185. <laughs> That's nothing for him. That's nothing for yeah. him. That just shows you what it was doing to their arms. But he's a big dude, though. So all those rope climbs, that probably yeah. took a toll. So, yeah, his, his, and he was in Fraser's heat, so he's trying to hang with Fraser. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, his, he, he missed two or three snatches at 185, and that should never happen. Yeah, not for someone of his caliber. No, no. So it was a tough workout. Uh, so changes were successful. I say, yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's cool. It's a new format. People bitch and complain about it. But like I said, back in the day when we did a little brief thing on this, uh, it is what it is mm-hmm. and you either adapt or you don't do it. Yeah. It, change, change doesn't happen unless change occurs, you know, and for, if they're going to you know, have all those national champions in there, they, you have to do something that's drastically going to cut down the field because you can't go five days with 150 athletes. That's, it's impossible. No, because I think some of the stuff, and I think Jenna made a comment too, that it was kind of hard to see who was where when they had those mass starts. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of hard. Like the ruck run. Like, Everybody went, all men and women went all went at the or same time. Or I'm talking like on like even the sled stuff, like mm-hmm. the Amanda Barnhart crush. But like you have like 20 or 30 people on a lane at one time. You really, it's, it's so far zoomed out. You don't mm-hmm. know who's Because you who. can't, yeah. Otherwise you can't see everybody yeah. and what's going on. What'd you think about the changes? Good or bad? I mean, and I'm talking about that too. I think, um, like, not only was it hard to see when there was like a mass start or whatever, but they would only put the camera on like who was at the lead. So yeah. it was like on like Tia Toomey the whole time or mm-hmm. like Matt. So it was either like the top. So you couldn't see like where anyone was if they were below. So something else that was a change, um, CrossFit proper did not provide any media media all they provided was live video feed so there were a couple of groups of people out there that provided commentary along with the video uh the one that i ascribed to the most was the iron games which is represented by rogue it had annie sakamoto dan bailey and uh, sean woodland from talking elite fitness and they were providing all the commentary play by play bow, blow by bow but the one thing that just by watching it because the quality of what they were doing and they've done it before yeah. and they're professionals awesome. is that they had no knowledge of what uh, images they were about to get. They were basically, it was like all of us sitting in a room watching um, a replay of like a baseball game and just commentating what, over what popped in the screen. Like they didn't know what shot was coming next. They couldn't ask a camera to zoom in on this athlete. Right. And they didn't have anybody saying, oh, someone in lane 20 is about to creep up. Mm-hmm. And so kudos to them because I think they did an amazing job of working within their limitations because there were certain times I actually forgot that that feed was just a continuous feed and they had no control over it. So no, I thought I mean, it I just thought, speaks to their professionals. Yeah, it was, it was good. 
I mean, uh, I mean, we can briefly touch on this. I thought one of the bad things that they didn't do was cover the masters, athletes, or the teens. Like you uh, said a long time ago, they and you experienced it firsthand as a yeah. coach. Yeah, they treat the, the the masters and teens like a sideshow. I mean, it still baffles me, and will continue to do so until they make a change. But masters, the masters community, meaning thirty five plus, provide. I'd say 80, if not 90% of the revenue in this entire you know, culture of CrossFit. And then you're going to treat them like that? Let's be real. I mean, I think 30, you know, we know 35 is a master's, but I think when you get to like 45 plus, then mm-hmm. we're actually starting to talk about my opinion. Yeah. yeah, Like literally yeah, masters. Yeah. On the global, on the, on the on like in global, like other sports, masters, you start at 35. But for us in the U S we usually consider masters like 40 plus. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. If you take that section, that's a huge following yeah. and that's a huge people, people kind of aspire. Like, uh, I thought it was pretty cool when Carrie went to, uh, Granite games, like the, <laughs> so you had the individuals there that, you know, a lot of them competed at games that was in the back. Cause she, when we were back there, it was the individual RX and then I'm sorry, not RX individual pro, the pro teams were in the back with the, the individual masters, individual teens mm-hmm. and uh, and then the people who did not qualify to go they were in a separate venue b- building they were all on their own mm-hmm. so it was the pros who called like the every, rx basically yeah okay what you paid to go and um i'd say the biggest difference i seen honestly was everybody back there they would kind of chit chat a little bit would talk but the masters community back there they were literally like it was, all, like a, it was like a barbecue. They're all getting together and taking pictures and they're like very interactive with each other. And, you know, it, it's, they t- it's serious for them, but they don't think they're too good for it. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, it's just weird. They don't, they don't take themselves too seriously, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, who's that? Travis Williams. Yeah. Who's that? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Travis that, Williams. That name from Misfits or whatever. He's just kind of like, whatever. Just kind of real brash and kind of I don't know just just kind of rubbed me wrong mm-hmm. and we were sitting right you know, I mean their group was sitting right beside us and you know and I, I tell you when they competed this year as a team it didn't surprise me that they didn't do well because there they were four in my opinion four <clears throat> four individual athletes mm, competing as a team competing as a team and they were trying to you know do individually so when they yeah. had kind of some meltdowns it's, it's different yeah. yeah when they had some meltdowns it really didn't kind of su- really surprise me um, how they scored on some, most of the events, but yeah, not doing the masters and teens. That's just kind of disrespectful. Hey, walking to the games, we're not covering you. Yeah. At all. Oh, like, here, by the way, you win and here's your $200 for winning. Yeah. Traditionally they have provided like a separate feed when they were doing it on YouTube and even on, uh, Facebook and CBS. So you could, you could go to that particular link and yeah. watch them. But this time there was absolutely no coverage. Um, and again, with CrossFit deciding not to provide any media coverage because they got rid of their whole media team with the exception of the open competitors. Mm -hmm. There was, uh, they didn't spend any money or I don't know if they didn't have money or whatever, but they just, they didn't provide any coverage. You could go to the games app and look at the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. And that was the extent for the uh, teens and and masters. So you want to talk, that's a harder qualification than what it is for the individuals in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's 10, top 10 in the world. Yeah. In your respective categories. Yeah. You know, that's just, and they're going against everybody in the world. Whereas you go to a sanctional, you're not going against everybody. Yeah. You're competing against who showed up. Yeah. So 
What we got? Uh, major sponsors cut. So they just made that announcement yeah, through what, Mor- Morning Chalk Up released no, that. Uh, what's his nuts? The what's his nuts? The the mullet. Jenna. The, the guy with the mullet. Um, Arm and May- Hammer. May- oh yeah, Arm and Hammer. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, major sponsor cut. So Glassman said that the cross or the Reebok shit will never happen again. And what Brody means by that? So in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Reebok, the year after Reebok moved from, or sorry, the year after the CrossFit Games moved from the Ranch and Aromas down to Carson, California, they signed a 10-year deal with Reebok for title sponsorship of the game. So that's why it's called the Reebok CrossFit Games. Yep. Um, Not no mo. With, so with that, they provide all the, pri- the purse money for all the winners. And because Reebok is an apparel company, they provided all the, the uniforms, essentially. Uh, athletes, I mean, <laughs> me and bro were talking about the pictures that you would see whenever someone qualifies, like a bed just full, like of stuff that like, like, like Reebok just threw up on them. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like, a what do you call it? Like a, a badge of honor type thing. Like, you, you know, you, cause you have all this stuff with your name and your number on it. And, and it's, it's, it's stuff you can't buy. Yeah. You can't buy the, there you go. You, you can't buy this stuff yeah. either. Yeah. You earn all that stuff. So that's always been like a huge thing for anyone that's made it to the games and, so whenever you see somebody wearing that stuff, yeah, you know, they, they've earned it. Yeah, yeah, that's like... You can't buy that. That's, that's like a Trident, man. You can't buy that shit at the store. Unless someone's getting to good Goodwill. <laughs> like, I can see Brooke Wells getting rid of her jerseys to, at the Goodwill because, you know, she just sucks at CrossFit. <sighs> Sorry if you like Brooke Wells. Carolyn loves Brooke Wells. Sorry, Carolyn. Uh, I love you, man, but Bro- she's... Brody's still banned. Yeah, I'm still banned. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a 10-year deal. Uh, a couple of years into it, once Nike decided they were going to start making, quote, CrossFit shoes, mm-hmm. uh, they imposed this sanction on all the athletes saying that they couldn't wear any other shoes besides Reebok shoes right. when they competed in the CrossFit Games. I believe that was around 2014 or 15. Fast forward to this year, this was the first time they rele- or they didn't have that shoe requirement. And then on Tuesday, like uh, Bro just said, uh, the founder and CEO of CrossFit, uh, Greg Glossman, said, they're never going to sign a deal like that ever again. Yeah. That's, it's only going to be for three years max. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be, and then you can wear whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. So what's that do, right? It opens the door for these athletes who are, are sponsored athletes to get money for, Pro, wear, yeah. for wearing their stuff. Because so if you get sponsorships, right, they want, they want to be, they want your name attached to it. So they want the, people to see you and their products. Mm-hmm. So they pay you for that. Right. So, mm-hmm. And that's kind of what they're doing. They're, the, the athletes are going to be able to make more money now. Mm-hmm. Um, so make it more of a And there's more opportunities for them to be seen wearing those yeah. clothing items. And yeah. you shouldn't have monopoly, in my opinion, on a sole sponsorship. I think it's stupid to be exclusive. Um, you know, I mean, for, that, I, for that length yes, of time. And I'm not, you know, I'm not Mr. Let's include everybody. Let's give everybody a participation medal type shit. No, you know? Whoever gives you the best deal. You yeah. Know, it's, it's business. It's business, yeah. period. And, um, but yeah, I think it's cool that they're doing a, getting rid of that and going to a three year and people can wear what they want. It's, it's stupid because here's the biggest complaint that in my opinion that there was when you have a running event, okay, you have your running shoes that you've been training in that you're comfortable with all year round. Now you got a running event. You got to wear a Reebok shoe that, that you just may, got on maybe, Wednesday. Yeah. They're not broken. Yeah. Maybe you don't like them. I don't like that. Like if we want them to perform their best, let them have their gear. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, no one's there just always rocking the brand new whatever like it's 
just yeah, you, probably their fucking training shoe unless they're being told they have to wear the specific pair. Yeah. So I think that's kind of stupid that, you know, I, give them their equipment, whatever they want to wear, just get it all with as long as it's not, you know, starts turning into like the UFC where it's just getting too outrageous in some Yeah, some and, that, and that's the analogy I was going to utilize. So if, if you're a um, MMA fan, if you scroll back maybe about four or five years uh, before UFC signed that deal with Reebok, um, it, I always like, thought it was cool because it kind of reminded me of like going to Thailand and watching kickboxing where they come out in the ring and they would have their banner from their gym yep, yep. and have all their sponsors on yeah. there. And then like you would look at their, um, their shorts. shorts yep. Yeah. And then like if they, you could tell if they were a Muay Thai guy because they had the, yeah, they had yeah. the, the, the Thai boxing shorts yep. and they would have like, you know, their gym repped on there and like whoever else sponsored them. And I thought it was kind of cool because not quite NASCAR. But yeah. still pretty flashy and still cool to like see For all sure. these, yeah. all the support that they get, you know, and especially m more so if anything, repping their dojo, I thought was always really cool. Absolutely. Because uh, like down the 75 corridor here between Cincinnati and Dayton and Columbus, there were a lot of UFC fighters that came out of this area, um, like in the mid, uh, mid to early 2000s. Oh yeah. And so, just a, and just a stone's throw away was Indiana where it was another hotbed yeah, for yeah, yeah. a bunch of people like Jeremy Horn and, um, uh, Oh, geez, Brian Gasway and it goes on and on. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was always cool to see like people that you quote kind of were from your neighborhood mm -hmm. and seeing them get repped. Uh, so now hopefully it'll create opportunities for athletes like bro just said to one, get paid because a lot of these athletes train full time and it's hard to do when you don't have funding to do so. But at the same time, I still hope there's a little bit of uniformity to the quote uniforms that they utilize. Yeah. I don't you know. Cause you know, I'd still like to, you don't want it to be too crazy there. You know, I hope there's some sort of like has, rule set. Yes. You have to have first. a number that's this size and this font. Yeah. It, cause, cause otherwise the media is going to be like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, were the eliminations enough to weed out the less rounded athletes? And we're going to tie that in with the timing of the workouts. Mm -hmm. What so, do you think, Jim? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of think that they should have, like, I would be mad if I got cut immediately, but at the same time, I don't think, I think I would still go. In totality though, were, were the eliminations good enough to weed out the less rounded, well-rounded athletes? Meaning, I know, I know that, but I don't, like, I feel like that has to do with it. Let's I mean, get rid of the, let's say, let's just get rid of the 75, the furry first wad. The wads that go from 75 down to 50 down the 40, down mm -hmm. the 30, down the 20, and, and down I the 10. And I think when we talk, the, the cuts from 75 down to 10 are, are what I think this part of the conversation is really about. Because um, when you got, going all the way to that, that group of 10, you had the first wad had running snatches, rope climbs. Second wad was the run, the heavy ruck run. Third, was that, was that, was that the second or third? Um, or was that the double remember. under? And no, I don't, it wasn't the running ruck. It was, it was the handstand walk. Kettlebell. Oh, my bad. Okay. Yep. Handstand walk, kettlebell. Then there was a cut down. Uh, and a bike. Down to 50. Yeah. And then it went to the ruck run. Mm. That was in the day one. Yeah. And then move on to the next day. You had what? A bike. There was a, the, and then the, the, the row. With the mm -hmm. with the run in there. Yep. I mean, so, I think the point of you being there is that you have to be well rounded. So I would say, yeah, that it was efficient. But, okay. But from that, 
went one from the time they cut down to 75 to the time they cut down to 10, there was one, in my opinion, there was one key element that was never spoken to yep. from the fitness platform, what? from the fitness pyramid. What was it? Mm. Strength. Strength. No, no, no heavy barbells. At all. So I think we've seen that, you know, we've seen the, I thought the, the format. There was a lot of running. There's a, the yeah. format was cool where they did the one RM, one RM clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that was pretty cool how they did it. And, um, but when you have three of your top 10 females who can't even clean the very first barbell. The first, first bar for women 215. was 215. They can't even clean the very first barbell. In my opinion, you've missed, you've missed it. So yeah, there, there's something. To me, that's not something's well, wrong. well-rounded to yeah. me. I'm not saying you have to be a female that, you know, cleans 250, you know, snatches, you know, 205 um, and can run. You know, you don't have to have that. But to not be able to clean a 215 barbell. If you're the top 10. If you're the top 10 Mm -hmm. of the top 1%, Mm -hmm. supposedly, they kind of screwed the pooch on that one a little bit. And um, so, yeah, I think Jenna said, I mean, they did. If we're fine, I think the, the workouts were, in my opinion, they tested. Oh, from top to bottom, yeah, the workouts were were balanced. But in my opinion, when you if they if they flip flop the sprint and then the 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 heavy barbell the heavy barbell wad that top ten looks completely that top ten is completely different. Yeah, one hundred percent different. It's it's going to be Haley Adams is gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. They're she's not going to be in that top ten anymore. And, and Bethany, uh, yeah, Shad, Shad or Shad Shadburn, Shadburn, yeah. yeah, she wouldn't have made it because um, she. Dipped out on the first bar. Yep. She was one of the ones. Um, so yeah, and she and she was tenth. So yeah, she uh, she automatically wouldn't have made it. Some uh, you know, it's like I said, someone like a Colleen Foch is in there. Um, We're gonna give, a uh, lot of women. Yeah, a lot yeah. of women. There's a lot of strong women that would have done a lot better, mm-hmm. and that you know, from well, Sigmund's daughter. Did she do the sprint or no? Was she out? She's out before that. I can't remember. I think that's where she got cut. I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. That, that changes everything for her too because she's mm-hmm. going to possibly win that event. Yeah, because she's strong. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's my biggest opinion. That was the biggest screw-up they had was they didn't test it. When you had that large group of, quote, elite athletes mm-hmm. that they weren't tested on their strength before you cut down to the, quote, elite of the elite. If you guys get a chance, Jacob Hepner did this pretty cool thing. Um, if I can get it, maybe have Jenna share it, but... Their programming basically came off the CrossFit pyramid. Mm-hmm. And so it was like sport was the very top. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was a strength the very S- top. Strength, strength, agility, uh, coordination, precision, endurance. It, I don't know. I, but anyways, it's a pyramid. It's, there were, there I never sp- look at the back of that t-shirt. It, it, <laughs> no, it was like, it was a gymnastics. It was. Oh, gymnastics. There you go. That's. But anyways, it basically went from wad one was the bottom pyramid. Wad two was the bottom and the second. Wad three oh, really? was the third. I didn't even cool. I didn't Wad, even notice that. I didn't either, but he put it together. I'll share. It's really informational. Yeah. Where every single workout was, it fell in those categories. So so oh. Wad one was just the bottom. Wad two was the bottom and the next one. Wad three was just the, that one. Wad four was oh, that one cool. the next one. Yeah. And then by the time it got to... That's like some Illuminati shit yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we got tricked. Well, no, it, it is pretty cool, but the way it fell mm-hmm. was all... It was literally, it made sense. It was sense. linear, yeah. It made perfect sense. And maybe that's what Glassman said where he told Dave where he wanted his direction to go. So I said, Dave, I want you to program workouts. Here's the pyramid that we follow. Mm-hmm. We, tra- we put in the L1. And this is what I want you to follow. I want Watts to match this. 
And then that's how they made the cuts. Huh. So basically what it was is the very tip was the strength aspect, uh-huh. meaning that isn't the pinnacle that their, uh, overall, uh, like cardio fitness, uh, that was number one. That was their, that was the bottom part of the, mm-hmm. the pyramid. And then gymnastics was, you know, up there. Mm-hmm. So that's why gymnastics was tested heavily. Mm-hmm. That's why their cardiovascular endurance that's- was tested heavily. Hmm. And then why the max lift was done last so late okay. is because of that. And it all makes sense. It's a really good, he, he breaks it down really well. And I thought he was really cool. It's like, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we train all year round and mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to adjust our training based off of this one competition, but maybe we should pay attention to whereas look, this is what they, this value. is what they value is the number one. So if you sucked on the ruck run, like so many people did, yeah. what's that say you got to do? You got to run train the ruck. Yeah. And that was their number one base, uh, as far as their founding principle on what their test of fitness was. Mm-hmm. They valued that, that cardiovascular piece more than your strength. one, one yeah. RM. Yeah. I so, always knew I liked that dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. An- another thing that was cool about Hefner is every day at the end of the mm-hmm. uh, event, he would do a vlog for about like 10 minutes or so. I thought that was really cool because you kind of get that fresh perspective as he was walking home to his Airbnb. He yeah. would kind of tell you about his day. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So I, I guess maybe one side benefit to those cuts is um, a lot of those athletes got to engage with fans um, because there were, you saw a lot of those athletes that got cut. They were, basically just sort of wandering around the, the village, the Lost. competition village. And yeah. well, one, they didn't know what to do because they'd never experienced that before. But they, a lot of them said that they actually got to experience the games in a different way. Although they, that's not how they wanted to do it. Yeah. But like, you know, like Annie Thor's daughter and um, Fikowski were like working out with fans, you know, generally yeah, just cool. hanging out. And then some of them would swing by the, um, the news desk and just sort of hang out and chill. So I, thought I, would, I mean, that was kind of cool. I, I felt, I mean, I'm not necessarily feel bad for him, but it sucks for them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I thought that was a unintended benefit of, of those cuts. Um, yeah. I think another question was like, who were you most surprised to be eliminated? <sighs> I was sad to see Sarah Sigmund's daughter because she's like my favorite. Yeah, but honestly, let's, you know, I agree. I think, you know, Jenna kind of, I think has a, yeah. I think Jenna has a, a personal attachment to her because they're very similar athletes, in yeah. my opinion. Um, very strong, very passionate. Um, but we've seen what Wad won. She's crying. Yeah. She lost her shit. I mean, you just, <laughs> you can't be doing that. Not, like, not, not today. Not uh, of all days. I of, mean, literally uh, like. Uh, yeah, of all four, of all five day periods, you can't lose your shit during the game. Well, like the new or the people that were like talking about it were they were like this is not good like they already <laughs> knew right away like yeah, yeah literally they're like a, she didn't even do the bad no but. she didn't she didn't do as good as she thought she should have yeah. uh-huh. she didn't beat who she thought she should beat it doesn't matter and the score I, is what matters if I look at a fucking workout that's not what I'm expecting her to win mm-hmm. I'm not I'm expecting her short hit win a maybe a, a medium style like a time cap of ten minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbell cycling, a mm-hmm. little bit of gymnastics, a mm-hmm. little bit of a cardio aspect. That's what I would like. Okay, she can win that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not looking at her to win a 400 I'm, the, the uh, ruck, legless. I'm not lo- yeah, I'm not looking at her to win the ruck. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. So, like, for her to be losing it, it's, you know, I think she's a cool athlete. I think that she really is one, uh, literally a positive mindset away from being a top three contender every, every year. year. Yeah, and that's always been the 
the feedback from her is that uh, once she loses her shit, she's done. Day one, wob one. Yeah. And she, and she made the cut. Like, yeah. And it's, and it's not like she... And, and if you're going to... And in this year's format, if you're going to screw up, you got to screw up early because the point differential was so yes, minimal. Minimal, yes. But once you got into day, you know, the last two days, yeah, like difference between first and second place was ten points at that mm-hmm. point. Like that's where you're gonna like really screw take up, take it. Yeah, yeah. You're, 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 yeah, you're gonna get crushed. But so if you're gonna have some bad workouts, it's those first two days. Put it this. Go ahead. I feel like she struggled though to find like a consistent like training pattern because it feels like she's gone through like different coaches. Every year, there's like a different coach that she has. So I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that's part of it. If Definitely. They don't have uh, yeah, someone I, I, on your probably side, at, at their level. But here's the yeah. thing, though. She was with Mayhem, and we know they. You're you're training in, in Cookville. <laughs> yeah. You're training with those people. You're training with some really good, like mindset wise. Yeah. Like they they're not arrogant and cocky. They don't think they're everything. I think that Froning guy might know a thing or two about <laughs> so, some fitness. So when I'm looking at that, I'm thinking, well, if. If she can't train with them and she she can't train with another coach and she can't train I wish she was ever was she with Bergeron? I believe she she was I thought I she was. Maybe, I thought she was she too. May, maybe she's not, but okay. maybe there's a problem with her. She maybe she's just an athlete that's hard to coach. I mean, it's it's just the way it is. There's something going on, like Jenna said. Yeah. Like there's there's a disconnect. Her fitness is really good. She's yeah. really she, yeah, talented. she is not unfit. She is not weak. No, and yeah. and they were talking about when she did great at Wadapalooza, like they thought that she turned the corner, wasn't coming to games, like mm-hmm. crushing it. And it was a different Sarah. Different yeah. Sarah. It was the old Sarah is what I think they yeah, were saying. With, yeah, with, yeah, with that we killer saw a ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I, I hated to see her get cut. Um, you know, surprises. I thought Hunter was going to make it through day one mm-hmm. and kind of prove everybody wrong. I didn't really know what to expect from him, but I didn't think... Like I said, I knew he who wasn't going to get knocked out in the first round. He's, 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 he's more fit than I would think of mo- most national champions, yeah. which he proved. Mm-hmm. And just like the nature of those first couple workouts were, were somewhat complementary to what he does for a living. Um, as far as like people I was surprised by, <sighs> for me, I guess there were no surprises because it was all new. Like, and, and you've talked before, like, Sometimes the competition is dictated by the workouts and the order of the workouts. So for me, it was just a matter of like, okay, who's going to blink? You know, who's going to mess up? Who's going to make a critical mistake? Who's going to get that one no rep that's going to cost them being below the cut line? And and I think that's why I was more heavily engrossed this year because I I wanted to see like where that mistake was going to happen. Whereas in years past, you know, like everybody just kept advancing, you know, the whole herd just kept moving forward. So yeah, yeah, to say that there anybody was a particular surprise, like as much as we talk about Sarah just now, like I wasn't surprised just because of her history with her ability to keep it together. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucked. I, she was probably one of the ones I, I like to watch compete, but also just... I, she doesn't seem like a... Like a she seems like a good person. Yeah, I've never I, met her. I don't want to feel bad for her, but it's just kind of like, fuck, man, get your shit together. Yeah. Like literally, it's... It's like someone else I know and, you know, <laughs> it happens to be a big fan of her, but, um, you want them to, to succeed yeah, because she, she's always so positive and absolutely. she's always rapping the gangster rap music <laughs> in her funny ass accent. And so, and she didn't even know half the damn words, but she's still going with yeah. it. Um, so I like her personality and she's definitely the opposite of Brooke Wells and 
you know, if I had to say my favorite cut and why I was waiting to watch all the cuts, it was Brooke Wells. Mm-hmm. I was waiting to see her get cut, and, and it came at a no better time for me. Yeah. The, and she got cut. Yeah, she got cut in the, uh, the sprint event. Mm-hmm. She stepped out of bounds and received a 10-second penalty. Yeah, I want to read you guys what she said because this was sent Yeah, to and, and I, I wasn't aware of this, but bro told me about this because it, I had to look at it up on my own because bro is blocked by her on Instagram, so <laughs> he couldn't see it for himself. But as a person who tries to live my best life and never point fingers or be accusatory in anything, I as an for her to allegedly be an athlete role model for you know allegedly you know young girls all over the place i didn't really take a lot of value over what she posted in response to her being eliminated and bro's gonna read it It, so she puts it it's on the sprint field and it says heartbroken and then it spaces down says keeping my okay sorry got a notification keeping my head up notification knowing that I am the fittest I've ever been in my life, receiving a huge penalty for stepping on a line and causing my CrossFit game season to end from a cut does not define my performance or fitness. It's been a hard pill to swallow that the only time I fell the top 10 was also the only time it mattered. But I'm accepting it and moving on. I'll be back. Support from the community has been incredible. Thank you for the bottom of my heart. I love you guys. Hashtag... Get the fuck out. But the, I just, so, so the first, drives me when, when all that was going down, like I saw her having just, a very, she was crying. She was having a very passionate conversation with her judge. Yes. And then she sat on her butt, her hands are on her face and she's crying. And why is she crying? Why is she crying? Because she failed to meet, maintain standards. What? <laughs> no way. I, I didn't even think about what I just said. She did not maintain the standards. They, you're telling me, tell me Mo, like if they say, Hey, you have these two white lines. You cannot touch these white lines because it helps you on your angles into these uh, obstacles. Well, it's right? a bit of a safety issue too because those athletes are running side by safety side. Safety and yeah. angle, right? So the wider you can go, it's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit better, right? Yeah. So you mean to tell me that if she steps on a line that they say do not step on or you receive X penalty, mm-hmm. that she's now mad that it, was, it came down to that? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Brooke Wells. It didn't come down to that. It came down to the previous events that was what it come down to. You, do not, you did not, with the point spread, you do not win or lose an event on one event at that point spread. Mm-hmm. You just don't do Because even within that, she didn't finish last. No. Yeah. Nope. Well, she probably did because she got the t- Oh, yeah, she got, second penalty. It was like 50 seconds or something. 10-second penalty. Yeah, it was, it was pretty severe for a It was very event. severe. Yeah. Yeah, because the sprint was taking 10 seconds. So she basically yeah. doubled your time, which means it puts you automatically but guess who else did it? Patrick, Patrick Villeneuve. Yeah. Did he cry? Did I see a thing on his thing whining about because he failed to follow the standard? Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't do that. She, this is, this is coming back to bite her nest from the handstand pushup station where she should have never been able to go to regionals. She did not maintain the standard. She was not held accountable for it here on the national stage. She stepped on the freaking Global line, stage. Yeah. And got hammered for it. And I'm so glad that she's sitting there with her ass on the ground and she's crying because she needs to really think about what her words just piss me off. Yeah, it's very yeah. my games. Yeah. Like, look, bro, this is bigger than you. This is bigger than your little pity party. I don't like her stuff. That like, like I said, for someone who is who's put herself in a position, whether she likes it or not, to be a role model. Yep. It was the tone of that was very accusatory, as as if as if to say it wasn't my fault. 
does not define my yeah. performance or fitness. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But You're everything right. else in, in that in the body of that text. Your post though. defines your integrity yeah. as a fucking person and as an athlete, in my opinion. When you're an athlete, right? Here's the thing. You have to accept the outcome. Period. Continue. <laughs> you have to accept. Well, yes, as an athlete, you're a competitive athlete. You have to accept the outcome mm -hmm. of your performance. If you perform or you underperform, like I would say, Brett Fikowski, he said that he did not underperform. He only messed up on one event, which was the handstand walk. Mm -hmm. And it's because he had a game plan that was too aggressive. He owned it. Mm -hmm. He said he did his best in every other thing. It was not good enough this year because of the elements that were tested. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it is. As a competitive athlete, you have to accept that. I, I appreciate his, and his was, answer. A bunch of people were like that, yeah. right? There are a bunch of people that were saying the same thing. You, you could tell he wasn't happy about no, it. No, of course. He, but, but he accepted the difference. it. Yeah. I mean, I, you can tell. I mean, I would be upset also, but yes. it wouldn't matter if it was her or if it was somebody else. It makes it seem like it was attacked against her or like this screwed up my games. Like Yes, this... One thing that was only held for me, yeah, screwed she me. was the only one held yeah. to the standard. Yes, and that's what it sounded like. My games, and yeah. it's just does not define me. No, it, it when you accept it or you don't, and you want to yeah. be a little pouty ass, whiny girl that, and that's what it, I think annoys me. She's sound there, and I get being upset, but tearing into your judge because you stepped on a line and they held you to a standard. Yeah, you're mad at them because you screwed up, and then you're gonna sit on your butt with your hands in your face and cry about it. That defines you, who you are. And in, in, in saying that, I, I'm really interested to see how this affects her and, and how also Sarah is affected by the results of this year's games. Like, what does this do to them respectively in the future? Well, here's what I know. Probably where it's going to uh, get Brooke Wells is every time she goes across a crosswalk, she's going to touch the white line. <laughs> For fix your escape training. Is it going to be like Zoolander where he can't make left turns? <laughs> break your mama's back. Yeah, step yeah. on a crack, breaking my mama's yeah. back. I, yeah. Step on the white line, you get disqualified from games. I, I would, I, I hope for Sarah, this is a turning point. Like I said, she seems to be a good person. You know, she, she competes with, with energy. You know, she's always got a smile on her face. And actually now when, um, she had won the games and uh, Marston Sawyer from the Buttery Bros, he was saying like he was kind of like following her to do uh, footage for Every Second Counts. Yeah. And he was assigned to her. And at the very end, she'd won. She, she, she went and she thanked every uh, volunteer, every judge. And she said at the very end, he came, she came up to her or him and she was like, we did it. And he was like, what the hell you mean we? Like, I didn't do anything. He's like, I just video, I just filmed. He's like, no, but you helped me because you were here for me and blah, blah, blah. And I was, now that's, for someone to, to say that to someone who literally had nothing to do with it, but just to show that kind of gratitude mm -hmm. kind of tells you a lot about that individual's heart. She's so funny. You know? Yeah, she's definitely a cool person, but unfortunately it's not a, it's not based off your personality. It, it's based off of what's, yeah. honestly, because if you take, if you look at it, the top 20 athletes there are all fit enough to win the CrossFit Games. Absolutely. It's what is between their ears, okay? And, you know, and kind maybe of the, the order workouts. of the workouts. Absolutely. Yeah. And, the, and the point spread at that point. Because, you know, what I did kind of like about the new point system, everybody was talking shit about it before, once again, talking smack before they even know about it. If the same point system was in place, Matt Frazier would have won games. He still would have won. Yeah. He, he'd have won. No, he would have won games on Saturday. 
on Sunday, there had been, oh. there had been no possible way for him, anybody. for anybody to make up the point differential to win. Mm-hmm. So I do like how the point system where it allows people to come back and forth and yeah. have an actual competition, unless you're Tia Toomey's division, because then she wanted to buy 1,060 points, I think is what she won by the largest margin ever. ever. Yeah. The only athlete to hit 1,000 points, I think, was her. Mm-hmm. And she just crushed that. I mean, what's up? And, but I think the women were, weren't, the best women weren't up there going against her. I, that's just thing. And a lot of women also went team. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I think the, the women's division might be a little bit watered down right now. Um, shit. The points. Oh, so uh, it was interesting seeing Frazier without the white jersey. That was like me emotionally seeing that. I was like, it's like this Lance, is different. Lance without the yellow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, before, well, I mean, obviously he was on the, Lance Armstrong was on juice, but like, yeah, during that seven year period when Lance Armstrong was dominating mm-hmm. and after like the fifth day to not see him in a yellow jersey. I mean, there was a couple times he gave it up right. because he would wear the green jersey because he was leading in points, but just to give someone else the opportunity, but just not seeing Matt in the white jersey was a little weird. Yep. You know? I mean, now granted, it was cool to see Noah in it because, you know, he's another guy who's notoriously not been able to keep it together mentally when uh, put under the, the bright lights. But and it sure happened on that last day on the bike burpee workout. Yeah. Like he got devastated. On yeah. That. He, 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 I think you he could, just, you can tell his engine isn't there. <laughs> doing Mary's one thing and doing that uh, salt bike yeah. and uh, uh, burpee workout yeah. is totally different or toe to ring. Toe to ring. Then, yeah. Uh, burpee. Uh, Overhead squat, whatever it was. What'd you think about the Toto ring? Uh, you know, the only thing I don't like about the Toto ring is uh, there, you don't, you can't pass someone. Yeah, it, your pace is your pace. Me and Jenna does Toto ring. We're going to be the same speed relatively. Yeah. Like so, there's really no, there's only one lane. Yeah, and you can't, you literally can't pass, and so I you don't can't make up any time on. Yeah, that. I don't like that. It's same with wall balls, unless there's a. You have a height advantage. Mm-hmm. You can kind of pass smaller people, obviously. But yeah, I think that's, that's the only thing I didn't like about it is it, it maintained position and didn't allow people to move. Mm-hmm. And then the way the reps were, there wasn't enough volume in them in order to maybe tax the grip a little bit more unless you're, what's her name that did it? Yeah, uh, Carrie. Carrie Pierce. Oh. Yeah, my, my buddy's her coach. And he said she felt like she, after you talk, because you can't, as a coach, you're not allowed to be on the field. Right. But he said he talked to her. He said she they knocked the wind out of her mm-hmm. and she just couldn't recover. She, she, oh, said yeah. she, she said she felt like she got hit by a truck. She did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel bad for her, but it's like yeah. it happened. But she was, going, she was trying, I mean, she was going ham. She couldn't going let go. And, could not let go. Yeah. Yeah. She'd rather do what she did, did. and then let go. And then, then drop. And, and, and lose. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I like the point system. I like the format. Uh, I was actually pretty impressed with the games. Uh, what do you want know, to see different? changes for next year i think the changes made already is pretty cool the make sure you test all facets before i think given athletes that travel give them three events mm-hmm. i think that's cool because what's going to happen is you may get some outliers that kind of do well in two and bump some people that's going to take some points away mm-hmm. so you might be able to get some outliers um i like testing all facets of fitness before you make one cut mm-hmm. okay Although, like we said, the very first workout to me that was, was a cross legitimate. Workout. That's yeah. a legitimate crossfit workout. I think that um, if you want a more well balanced, you got to make sure that the strength is in there before. before and you- ending it on a sprint, in my opinion, 
and it, it, here's why I didn't like the sprint because that's all it was. The agility portion was zero. I think if you, uh, on the agility, I think that you have, because it was, was it down? Down and back, then the cone. Then the cones. I think the cones need to be on both ends. Both ends, yeah. Run down, go through the cones, run back, go through the cones. Then I think you even have even different because agility, there was more straight line speed than it was agility. Yeah. And the very end, if you have, if I have three seconds on you and I'm two seconds slower on the agility, I still beat you. Yeah, especially if you're Alex Smith. <laughs> Man, he was like he was shot out of a damn cannon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Manny yeah. Barnhart, that was another one with the sled. Yeah. People were kind of complaining about that. I don't know if it's true. About uh, the turf. The turf. Yeah. Some sleds were moving faster on parts of the turf. That very well could be because we know, how, I know, finic, uh, sleds can be finicky on all all surface. surfaces, yeah. Like it, you know, from... Depending on how old they are and what the surfaces they've been on previously. Obviously, yeah. they're new sleds. Yeah. But if the ground's not even, mm-hmm. if there's ridges and the, if, there, if the turf isn't completely flattened yeah. in place, because I've played on turf for paintball, it's all we played on. Yeah. And even though it's all leveled out and it's... There's it's, little bumps. There's yeah. bumps. And if your feet, you can kind of trip on that. But mm-hmm. if you hit a sled, that's definitely going to make it different. Because I looked at it and... Right or wrong, that sled, like, as fit as some of the people like Fraser struggling with that, yeah, doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So at that weight, it's like a ninety-five pounds. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't loaded down. No. So I, I, I don't know. So there has to be some truth to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all around that was probably one of the coolest games because you had. I'll give them props. I like the format. The qualifications was a little bit different, but it wasn't the same old people. You know what I mean? It wasn't the same yeah. top 10 as it was the usual suspects. Year. Yeah, because yeah. Matt Frazier, like Rich Froney, Rich Froney won the games on Saturday. No one could beat him on Sunday. Yeah. He, like Toomey, she didn't even have to compete. She literally had to perform the minimum requirements and she still would have won mm-hmm. all the events. You know what I mean? But at least on the men's side, like there was an opportunity for someone else. Another cool yeah. thing they did was where they pay for the event wins. You see that Australian guy? He sold out on that assault bike. Oh, yeah. He, he, he went ham, dude. <laughs> he went, you know why? Because he, he wanted that money. That money. <laughs> yeah. Because like, it was, uh, what, 30, 30 seconds. He was, under, he was off the bike in under 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. balls out, man. Bro, <laughs> who cares if you, you know you're not going to win CrossFit yeah. games. Yeah, because at that point, he wasn't going to finish worse than ninth. Right. Because the guy in 10th had He's already withdrew. Yeah. yeah. So you're getting ninth place money. And you're going to, it's a 3K or something like that. You're getting another, another yeah, little bonus. Win, yeah. yeah. Hell like if, yeah. If I, if I sell out and yes. I get a little bit extra rest and maybe, maybe move care. up a position. Cause and- you know what? He finished last on the second part of that wad. <laughs> Give me the money. Right. That's something Pat Crom would do right there. Just sell out. Sell out on the bike. For, the, for three grand. For three grand. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can ramp the bike up and you can crush the bike. Yeah. And you are like, there's no way I'm like, there's no way I'm going to break the top tier of the money. Yeah. Give me that extra at, bonus. At least, yeah, at least get that uh, event win bonus. Yeah. Um, changes. Yeah, I would like to see them kind of, I wouldn't necessarily announce the cuts, but make the cuts differently. And may, maybe, see, maybe see the 20, 20 instead of 10. I don't know. I like the top 10 personally. But maybe I, for the last day. You know, or, or, or make that cut, make that cut down to 10. The, at the last, you know, moving into the next day versus with one event left, you know, because yeah, I, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, anything could change. I mean, because like I said, if you make that cut after the, the heavy clean instead of the sprint, mm-hmm. that top 10 is completely different. But I think they've fixed that now with the, the, the three tests. No, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, that they need to but, do in the beginning. But I'm saying as we progress yeah. through, as we get down to the top 10, you got to throw something heavy in there. You have to. Well, I think that's what they're doing event one. Oh, is something heavy right off the rip? No, they're doing like the very first event next, next year games. There's three events that you're going to do. I don't know if it's oh, going to oh, be. Oh, they have to do it too? Everybody. Oh, I thought it was just the national people that had to no, do that. No, everybody. Oh, okay. That's well, Instead of doing the one wad to cut to 75, there's these three, three events. Wads. Then they cut to 75. Oh, I thought it was just for the national gonna, champions. No, they're okay. testing all fastest I mis- now. I misunderstood that part because so I heard somebody else talking so about it. So it's going to be like a, a strength element. Okay. Like a Metcon, traditional CrossFit, and then maybe an aerobic endurance type wad. So I think they've handled that. But I agree. That, that was the biggest thing I thought would flip flop. I, I, I kind of didn't really have a problem that they didn't get the workouts till an hour before. Oh yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's okay. I'd hate it, but as an athlete, but you know, unknown and unknowable, you know? Well, I like the, the science behind like the game planning. Yeah. I love the dissect stuff. So you still have an hour, but still like you're, that's your warm up time. Yeah. But one thing that was positive about that though, is they rotated who went first. It wasn't always like the teams went first and the women and the men, they kept rotating. So that way no one had a continuous advantage. To know like, well, notice that. yeah, to where you have, you like, you know, like if you have, a, if you have a comp where women always go first, then men go, then the men would always have the opportunity to observe. Like regionals. Yeah. So I, I liked how they, they shuffled that up and they even put through the teams in there and then they had an opportunity to observe and, uh, and see stuff like that. So I, I did appreciate that. What um, would you change? Anything? I mean, I think the changes that they're already making are good, but I'm not super critical about it. Like. I like watching, but I don't, I'm not the person that's like, this should be different or mm-hmm. whatever. I'm just kind of embrace what You're not it making is. an Instagram post? No. If there was one <laughs> movement that you could incorporate to one of your comps, like regardless of the equipment or resources that they did, what would you incorporate into one of your comps? All oh, that fucking snail thing. Which like, one? The, the, the snail, the... The pushing it? Oh, yeah. yeah for me, it would have been the burpee over the snail. Boy, that looked... Brutal, <laughs> you know. But everybody kind of kept moving through. Like they figured it out. Yeah. Like, but that just—they look so sad doing yeah. that. The teams when they had to push that, that was and the only, and the only two athletes two, could push yes. it at the time. So the snail is like this big, massive round drum. It's still faster than a sloth. It's faster than a sloth, but it's filled with sand. So the the weight is continually shifting. It did, and it doesn't become rigid at any point. It's always kind of flat, flat on the bottom. Yes. And for the teams, they had to push it the length of the field, but only two athletes could push it at one time. You've seen the meltdowns <laughs> on the teams there. The teams who weren't teams, they were yelling at each other. <laughs> they were so mad at each other because they couldn't figure it out. But yeah. And, and, and what eventually what wound up being the key to success is like, you have to maintain that momentum pushing forward and arms extended, arms extended. And then, and then like the other pitter patter and the other group would come in behind and shove and, and, and shove. And then you would just yep. keep uh, tag team in, in that way. But that one, but also, like I said, that, that burpee over the mm-hmm. snail that just looked, especially for the girls that were shorter because so the snail thing is probably about four feet high. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. The, so the girls that were a little bit shorter, like they had a hell of a time oh, yeah. trying to get over the top of it. And speaking of teams, we can touch on mayhem, man. I like, you know, they're, they're a super team in essence, right? Yeah. But they train together. They compete together all year long. Mm-hmm. They live, period. yeah, they all live in Cooksville because China was the last one to join. Because the girl uh, screwed him at Wadapalooza. Yeah. 
so she couldn't do rope climbs. Yeah. So obviously you can't go to games with someone who can't do rope climbs because a bit Froney in the ass already. But yeah. Yeah. For those of you that know, uh, Froney would have won five CrossFit Games championships in a row had he known how to do a rope climb the very first time uh, that he made it to the finals. But um, yeah, but why the hell not add China Cho? Collegiate swimmer, strong all-around athlete, you know, good between the ears. Veteran. Veteran. Yeah. She's been in the game yep. for, I think Ever. she's only missed one CrossFit Games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why not add her? Yeah. Um, and that. I, what is cool is to watch them as a team. That's what was really awesome mm -hmm. is sometimes you watch the super teams like after they just complete an event, only like two of them would high five and then no one else would talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Now, Mayhem and then um, who's that fast guy you're talking about? Oh, uh, talking about uh, Ben Smith. No, from, not Ben Smith. Uh, Alex. Or, or Alex Smith, his brother. Yeah, Alex Smith. Yeah, from CrossFit Krypton. Their team was also united. You could see how they just embraced each other. Yeah. Like every, they were, they were like friends. They're like, they're they had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. They're celebrating each other. Like mm -hmm. they, everybody knew how fast Alex Smith was, except <laughs> on their team, except everybody else didn't know how fast he was. And they were just waiting for it. So yeah. When Alex starts his sprint at the very end, you hear the entire stadium go, Oh, like, <laughs> I didn't realize he was that fast either. I, That's fast. Yeah. And I didn't even like watch that, but I just watched somebody post like a video of it. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was cool that they did. They won. They stay composed. They yeah. did their thing. They, they were a team. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the announcers said it best was, maybe it was Dan Bailey. It says, um, you know, all the super teams, maybe they're going to pay attention to this, that it's not about getting together for one event. But you're, now you're going to start training all year, year together yeah. and doing all the sanctions together. And in all honesty, and, you know, the Central Beast, yeah, they competed Zach together. Zach Souter. Well, yeah. Shout out. They competed a lot together, though. You mm -hmm. can tell the teams that were together, because I think they did three or four sanctionals. They did. They won um, strength and depth. They went to Granite Games, and they went. Yep, they did. And they did another one. I don't know. If it, I, don't know if it, I can't remember. It wasn't it was. Africa. It no, was they went to uh, Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. yeah, they went to Dubai. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they got second Dubai. or third at Dubai. Yeah. So, but they, I think that's what you're going to see now is you're going to see these teams are going to do four to six competitions together, mm -hmm. even if they win, even if they qualify. They still need to keep They still need together. to keep, yeah, because Mayhem, and, and they got to train together, and they actually all do train together. So they're not like Mayhem, but they kind of are. They're all from around the same area. Mm -hmm. You know, Joey's from Columbus, I believe. I don't know. So he's close. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they all train together. And I think that's what, that's why they did well. I don't think they're the best. I don't think they're as good as a team as what they placed, but they're a good team. Oh, the beast? Yeah. Yeah. They, well, the swim killed them. <laughs> did you see what he did when he got out of the water? He came out of the water and he blessed himself. Did you see it? <laughs> So basically, people were already in coming in on the canoe paddle, on the paddle yeah. boards. Yeah. They were done. Teams are beating them. Swim was the first. People were whole teams have already swam out, come back, paddle board, and come back and beaten Joey on the swim. Yeah, and he gets out as soon as he gets. He's like he's like out of it. He just he's he does he the does cross. The cross. <laughs> like he's thanking God he didn't drown. <laughs> he was literally thanking God he didn't drown yeah. that whole time. He, he's he's. He's a, not a small individual. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. It, that was pretty cool. But so, but yeah, I think the team was pretty cool. I think I like the team of four. A lot easier to follow. A lot more things you can do with the yeah, team of four. With the resources. Yep. And, and they only had, what, 14 they started off with? 
Yep. 14. So yeah, I think uh, it may it gave. I think you could expand that to thirty and do some, do some pretty good cuts for two days and get mm-hmm. down to fourteen again. Yep. I like the team cuts because yeah. they Have, were yeah because it got down to nine. I think nine to five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine they fin- five, they right. finished yeah. the five. And I think that was, that was legit. I think having the top five teams, that's pretty cool. And uh, I think that I actually, I like the team workouts once again, more than I did the individual, mm-hmm. a lot more fun to watch. Yeah. So you got any thoughts? Nope. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, uh, 2019, 2019 games, 2019 games. That's a wrap. 2020 season starts in what, six two, weeks, two <laughs> eight weeks. Yeah. Pretty, pretty quickly here. So, It'll be interesting to see what uh, they bring in terms of the open, and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, what do you disagree? Want? Yeah, what did you what did you like? What did you not like? I, I want to know what your favorite move, what your favorite movement or implement was. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to hear what you guys think about that, or what what you would what you would like to see in one a, in a workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all talk to Brooke Wells. Tell her. <laughs> watch that. Watch that white line. Hashtag unblock bro. All right, that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Owen, I'm out. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com.